0: Welcome into week seven on the Helipod. As always, we are presented by Viore with us from the very beginning. The finest athleisure wear on the planet. And MJD, is it's starting to get a little colder as we move into fall on the East Coast? Um, I suggest you get some Viore hoodies.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, listen, we're on the west coast, so it doesn't get that cold. Only in the mornings and at night on the West Side, but... Other than that, I mean, <laughs> I love it for hiking. I love it for working out. I love it just to go to the coffee shop and get you know a little mango tea. I love it just to wear and sleep. Actually, yeah, I normally sleep with nothing on, but I wear Viori to sleep now because it's so comfortable.
0: I didn't need to uh, need to know that you bareback it when you sleep, but yeah, Viori is unbelievable. Uh, the material. Couldn't be more comfortable. I like these uh, quarter zips that I'm wearing now. You're obviously wearing one of the, uh, one of the hooders. It's V-U-O-R-I clothing dot com slash helipod to get 20% off today. V-U-O-R-I clothing dot com slash helipod. You can wear it everywhere. I promise you, you're going to love it. Uh, with that being said, it is now time for the helipod with MJD presented
1: by Viori. all right Good job, buddy. Oh, don't worry. I got a better one for you next time. I'm just starting. I'm just working my way in. It's week seven now. I can start to insert myself in the reads. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, on right. Oh, I love. I watched. I watched. Uh, I've watched a couple. I like it when you cut to this one. I'm just talking shit to you. You can. You're always. If yeah, I you know. Don't want to make eye contact? It's always here, Dan. Unfortunately, you're only on this camera. But the fuck All has, yeah. has a single. A single. Like, where's my single? God damn it. When did your red comes. All right. All right. Pretty fine. Simple.
0: Thank God. You ready? Yep. You know, we never talk about MJD is like what you do during the week because you're always running around. You're doing a hundred different things. I do. Was it was this week as busy for you?
1: Uh, this week was crazy. Um, so I do NFL Network UK on Monday. Well, I do the U, NFL UK on Monday. We do stream Monday Night Football for all the folks in, in London, England, Scotland. Um, you got a, fan, a lot of Wells. fans over there, don't you? Oh, I love it. It's awesome. Um, they're they're engaging. We have a great time. Tuesday, I do Total Access, which is always good because you're kind of reviewing the week that just happened and we're leading looking, into looking the ahead, next week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, I work with you in the mornings, and then I. Uh, I do fantasy Wednesdays. Thursday is my Rams day, all Rams podcast, uh, pregame show that we do or like kind of the same thing on like Total Access. And then Friday is fantasy. And then Saturday, I I normally drive to the Bay Area to see my kids who play football and different sports, watch them. And then I come back down here and go back to work on Sunday to call the Rams games. It is a uh, multimedia superstar
0: that we're doing this podcast
1: with. I mean, it's all sports related, but I'm trying to get into the daytime eventually.
0: Yeah, he's looking at our uh, he's looking at our photographer and editor Brian here. He has a lot of big plans for Brian down no the road, question. so I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, good. i just give everybody kind of a feel because I want them to know how dialed in you are each and every day during the week. I had an interesting week. Um, instead of going in Sunday morning to do the the Fantasy Zone show that I do for Directv, I get the call um, from my executive producer that uh, Andrew Siciliano, who is the Red Zone host, yeah. Had tested positive that morning for COVID, and we had gone over a few weeks prior that if this does happen, because what the way it works at DirecTV is that they'll send us a test at home, and we do the swabs ourselves. We FedEx it back; takes a couple days to get there. Uh, and that's during the week, and then Sunday morning we all go in and take a rapid test. It's about 15 minutes. Do the nose swab, not all the way down like the whole. Like, yeah, the I heard road. Andrew had to do the whole nose. Yeah, he the did brain the whole thing. the whole deal. Yeah, Whew, better than me. I wouldn't be working. So he he tests negative. They call me. I'm like, all right. So uh, I roll in. I test. Andrew tests again. Uh, he tests positive rather than the first time. Tests negative, but they said, you know what? Let's just let's just be careful. So I had I hadn't watched the red zone in five years because I'm working on Sunday. Right. I'm doing my only sh- my show on Sunday. I'm calling games on I'm I'm doing something on Sunday. So the most interesting thing for me was just knowing kind of the, the rundown of the show, the order in which uh, you do things. There's a seven or eight minute open where you go to with a touch screen, and you were going to this game, we're going to that game. And it's just talking football. You're bouncing around from game to game, but it's just finding that, that rhythm. It's when they put three or four games up on the screen at one time, and you're like, okay, what game is that? What game is that? So I did my best to not look at the mentions on Twitter, because I knew I was going to get killed just because it wasn't because you should look at him no that wasn't that wasn't Andrew right so so Andrew's been doing it for 15 years he's an ace so I didn't even I was just like I have two researchers on either side who were giving you names and helping you to go and it was fine um but it took about an hour to where you really like okay this is how we do it yeah and once we got going it was fun I mean, the energy that flows through you when you have nine games on at one time and there's a touchdown here, there's an interception here, there's a sack here, and you're bouncing around from game to game, and from a play-by-play background, it's really a lot of fun to do. Uh, but it was funny, so of course, you, you go back and you look at the mentions after the fact. and um, there, was, there was a fair share of, of negative criticism, just because that's what people with Twitter fingers like to do. No question. Um, and it, man, I tell you, it took everything I had not to not to come back at a couple of these people, but I didn't. You know, you look at their oh, followers and they have like, you know,
1: 14. Are you or... taking it personal, then? No, I'm not taking it personal at all, but like. I... So you got your first take of being an athlete, being a yeah. professional athlete. That, yeah. That's what happens. It well, comes with the territory. Listen, you, alway, the price. you
0: always get that. I would get that on Total Access. I, you get it more when you call a game.
1: I, I don't, I listen. Can I tell you something? I you always tell people, if you're going to talk trash, just hit the follow button and do it. Don't, don't be one of those guys that talk trash and don't follow me. Because it doesn't make any so if, sense. So if they follow you and they talk trash, yeah, you're good with it? Yeah, I'm all good with it. Just just hit the follow button. You put more money in my pocket.
0: Well, it, it had been a while um, since that happened. But it was, a, it was an awesome experience. Had a ton of fun. But it, it's really,
1: you can't come back. What are you going to say? Well, why don't you try it, man? It's harder that, than that's, you think. That's, well, no, you're, that's the response. Like, well, what, what, do you, what do you What do you do? Right, right. That, well, see, <laughs> but I, I, I love that. I, I love, I've always told people this, even since I was like a kid. I love the back and forth like with people. Like it's, it's awesome to me. It, 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 I don't know what it is. It's, it's not like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a competitor, but it's not a competition thing. It's just like, I wanna know who you are. And we're gonna get into some things here. People are gonna kind of figure out who I am. And I think on this helipop more than anything. Um, but I love to hear like people talk to me, like I'll go, I'll be out to eat, hanging out and someone to come up and say something. And I'm like, who's your team? Oh, they suck. Like the first thing is always negative. Just I wanna see how you react. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Like, oh man, you're a Vikings fan. Whoa, that Kirk Cousins. He robbed you again.
0: Well, I, I I will tell you that nine times out of ten, when you go back at somebody, and you're not a total jackass, they they feel bad. They feel
1: bad. Yeah,
0: and that's not what you're going for. But I just I just find it interesting that I just. Twitter is a fascinating space so to me.
1: I have to, so there, there's one, and I'm glad we're talking because this, this happened. It really upset me. Um, I'm very particular on especially females in our sport because people don't understand what they go through. Uh, I remember being around Colleen Wolf when I first got to the NFL network, and she literally read the research packet from front to back every week. Like she was on it. Like she put in the hours. Yeah, I, I didn't do that, right? Because I, I was just fresh out of the game, so I didn't need to like right. dive in. She had, was reading like an almanac and all type of crazy stuff. And um, just so happened uh, last week, I was on Twitter and I saw a guy went out at Adidi Kingabala about her, that. her child being like, do no, like be a professional. And this she is what was I, on a
0: Zoom call and and, and she doesn't have childcare and the kid made some noise in the background while she was on a Zoom
1: call with uh, I think Mike Tom yeah. somebody from the Steelers. So and you know you got to be a professional and it's like, first of all we're we're in the middle of a pandemic, okay? I don't care if she. If she could have had childcare or not, she didn't want her to put her child around anyone else. That is her her right to do that. I wouldn't put my kids around anyone else either. Similar to a pandemic, bro. Like, I don't know what that person's doing, first and foremost. Second of all, she does a tremendous job each week. Like, don't bash her for that. Like, you don't even know what she goes through. She has to be a mom, a wife, a reporter, who we know how the network is. They like pull, they want to get everything out of you all the time, which is awesome. But she's getting pulled in 17 different directions. And for someone to say, jump on that, that's why I had to, I, I wanted to say a bad word or three, but I decided, I was like, look, don't, I think I said something like, don't don't apologize to this bum. Like, get your news elsewhere then. Like, right. like you do a tremendous job. Like, I, you know, and one of the reasons I picked the Steelers almost every week is because of what Aditi reported throughout training camp about how good they were and all the things they were doing. Like, that's where you get all your, report. that's where you get most of your information from are people like that. I
0: just think, to complain about something like that during what we're going through as, as a country right now. Listen, they're general managers that are during during the draft. You could hear kids screaming "mom" in the background yes. from their home. It's a different time. Yeah. Like, pick something more important to complain. All right, about. let's get let's get
1: to what we got to get to. Let's talk a little I'm off my high horse now.
0: Speaking of uh, complaining, the Cowboys are an absolute disaster, dude. I haven't seen a defense this bad in freaking decades. Uh, they've allowed 218 points it's the most by an NFL team through six games in 66 years right. the offense six, obviously six, six is bad listen dak has gone they're missing both starting tackles they're on their third string center Zach Martin is in concussion protocol Brandon Knight who was at left tackle just had surgery he's gonna miss a couple games and then speaking of reporters fine reporters Jane Slater our friend from NFL awesome Network, comes out with this report that the Cowboys players are upset they're saying this the coaches they just aren't good at their jobs. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. They don't teach. They're totally unprepared. Is there a bigger indictment on a coaching staff
1: than that? <laughs> well, I'll say this. I, I think you know, at first the players were trying to, and again, I, again, I was a player, but I also have coached and I've also have front office um, knowledge, to say the least. Like in Jacksonville, I was able to learn a lot in the front office around some of the GMs that I was around, like Shaq Harris. Uh, Gene Smith, um, and so, and I have buddies who are in the front office all the time, so you, you, you're you able to talk football, you know, you understand how they think, and coaching-wise as well, you know, coaching little kids, I get it. There's nothing harder than a youth football coach. This is nothing. Youth football coaches, this is the hardest thing in the world, because you have parents that tell their kids to do one thing, because don't, they don't know you know what you're talking about, so neither here nor there. What happened in this situation is the players are trying to keep it as quiet as possible, right? But it started leaking out. It starts leaking out first, like, all oh, the players are out of, you know, and then you have everyone on TV blaming the players. They're not giving effort. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And what I've come to realize, and, and this is my take, and this is what I see from the, the, the Dallas Cowboys, is that they're behind the time. Mike Nolan, their DC, is an old DC, right? He, he was in the league when I was in the league. He was in the league before I was in the league. And back then it was, we're going to run multiple defenses. We're going to be a multiple defense. We're going to do all this to confuse – the offense, well, think about the college game. When you look at the college game, especially over the last six, ten years, I'll say ten years, defense have had to go simple because of the tempo of offense. So you can't be as um, multiple. complex and multiple. You have to run, like, a couple coverages, have a couple checks, and you just let them play, play fast. Well, that's where your disconnect goes because guess what? All those kids, all those guys on the Dallas Cowboys defense, they're young. There ain't nobody old there. Most of them are real young, young dudes who are used to being simple defenses. And when you get them in the third down, you can get a little creative. But for the most part, you have to be like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to play fast. We're going to do this. That's what defenses come to in the league because of all the motions, all the shifts, all those other things. So you have to make sure that you eliminate eye violations. You eliminate coverage breakdowns. That's what you're getting a lot of in Dallas. If I have to think about what my, my responsibility is before the ball snapped, and I don't know, and then I'm getting motions and all these other things. I'm going to give up big runs all the time. Offensively, this is the issue. Let's remember, they were the number one offense last year in football. So there, was no, there is no like well, – Oh, hold on, let me go back. They were the number 10 defense last year with Chris Richard and Rod Marinelli because they were very simple. I want to say they're top 10. I don't know if they're 10 or not, but they're top 10. This year, they're dead last. So that's telling me that's a coaching thing. That ain't a player's thing. That's a coaching thing, first and foremost. When you look at the offense – Especially now without Dak Prescott, you have to be creative as an offensive coordinator because guess what? You just can't rely on the – you don't have ballers anymore. This is when you get to coach. This is when it's fun. Mike Tomlin said it best last year when Big Ben got down. We actually got to coach. We got to coach better. We, we got to get creative and do certain things. You have to do motions. And James Jones is a guy who's a big Mike McCarthy fan, as I was when he was in Green Bay. But just lining up at one position and not moving and no motions and no shifts – you're going to get dominated in this league, especially if you don't have the talent, which the Cowboys don't on the offensive line. The Cowboys' offensive line's banged up. Your quarterback's out. You have to start doing different things, and Kellen Moore has to be more of a vocal point in that and saying we need to do shifts, we need to do motion, we need to do jet sweeps, we need to be creative and try to get uh, defenses on their heels so that we can get chunks down the field. But if you continue to line up in I formation or three wide receiver sets and just be stagnant, you're going to get slapped every week. And, and, and then, for the player's point of view, or for the player's standpoint, quit snitching. It is what it is. You have to go out there and play. You have to find a mental ground. You have to be able to communicate with your coach and say, look. And I think Jalen Smith tried it, and then they were like, we're not doing it. Well, you're going to keep getting gashed then. But offensively, you have to go to this, you, Kellen Moore, who's a younger guy, and say, listen, this is what I think we should try. Or communicate on the sideline. They don't make any adjustments. They don't do anything. Well, Dak... When you have a guy like Dak at quarterback, I'm sure he's it's different now, right? It's, that, di- right? it's Real- different now though, Dak. I mean, how many people are saying Andy Dalton? Oh, you, Andy Dalton's just as good? Where's my well, single? I, I don't know that I heard anybody say he
0: was just as good. But what I did hear a lot of people say is that there wasn't going to be a big drop off. No, it, it ain't huh? not. And, and but I, I will say this about Andy: he did not he did not look good. Zeke fumbled twice. Yep. Michael Gallup dropped a touchdown pass. That was at the end of the game though. Dalton threw. A pick that should have been a pi.
1: So there were a lot of. He breaks. also threw another pick that was, it was a bad. Pick. He's I know. A show I, know into the house. I know.
0: You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm just saying he's not as bad as that score indicated or as his stats indicated. But he's not Dak Prescott, and I don't think anybody made more money over the weekend than Dak Prescott did.
1: Well, this is the other issue I have, and this is and this is going to come back to like the recycled coaches thing. You have to remember. Coaches, as the game changes, you know who went through this? John Gruden went through this with the Oakland, well, he, then the Oakland Raiders, now the Vegas Raiders. You have to change with the time. John Gruden comes in, we're going to run the ball like he was like Tampa, like he was back in Tampa in 2000. Like, but I don't work no more. The, 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 the rules have changed. It's a it's a passing league. They wanted to be more passing. You can still run the ball if you want to, but you have to take advantage of the rules like a lot of these other teams are. You have to grow with the time. I feel like Mike McCarthy is still running the same thing he was running in Green Bay Back when they won that Super Bowl like so many years ago, and they didn't win anything else.
0: Here's the question I have about Mike McCarthy: He took a year off and did nothing but study the game and watch film. He kind of did what Gruden did when he was off. He had that like fire so, f- coaches association all in a room together and they're hey, banging it out. All that, all that
1: sounds good, but you are who you are. Okay, they they they, they did say he learn nothing. The, Apparently honestly, not. that's who he is. Like it's it's like the the whole frog and the scorpion, right? The frog, the scorpion's like, "Hey frog, can you swim me to the other side?" And the, and the frog's like, "But you're gonna sting me." He's like, "I'm not gonna sting you. I've changed. It's not like that anymore. I promise you. I can't do it. I won't do it." The frog's like, "All right, get on my back. I'll swim you across." And as they're going across, the scorpion stings him. You know why? Because that's what the that's what the scorpion does. He stings people. I've never heard the frog and the scorpion. Which, what is it? Which was it? I don't know. I, I think that's what it is though, right? Isn't this? A, Y'all don't. Oh, you gotta look it up. Find, look it up and edit in there. It's the frog.
0: Uh, I, I'm and the not scorpion. gonna edit it, but while we talk, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, go ahead.
1: It's the frog and the scorpion. Right. I promise you. Anyways, Mike McCarthy is who he is. You can try to change who you are. It doesn't matter. The, the old adage: you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can't do that. It's hard to change someone, especially when they're stuck in their ways. The scorpion and the frog. Listen, an I'm gonna learn you something. It's an animal on this fable
0: which teaches that vicious people often cannot resist hurting others, even when it is not in their best interest.
1: So I'm not saying that he's vicious, but it goes with my, my analogy that Mike McCarthy can't change who he is. He is who he is. He right. is who we thought he was. No, no, that's later. That's
0: later. That's later.
1: He, he is got, who we thought he was. You know why? He can't change, and that's okay. It just not. It just doesn't work right now. And so now Dallas has to go through a full rebuild. Uh, they're gonna have to, you know, either try to get someone in there with a. The bigger If he boys. can't
0: change, and I'm Jerry Jones, I'm not going through a full rebuild. I'm getting rid of Mike McCarthy after one year, and I'm going to eat that entire contract. There's no way they do that.
1: There's no zero way. zero chance. There's Dallas zero wins, chance. Dallas that they do wins.
0: That. Dallas
1: wins four games this year. Zero chance. You know why? He's going to say, "Oh, we had injuries." No, they did, and they do but so do a lot of but people. they were losing before all those injuries. The Eagles have a bunch of injuries too.
0: Okay, listen, I want to I want to uh, fast forward now cuz the trade deadline's coming up
1: November 3rd. So do we close that topic? What do you think do you about want to it? Keep I just what? want
0: to I just want to close, put a nice bow put, on put, it. Put put a button on it? Yeah. Um I yeah. think they're a disaster and I don't understand how Mike McCarthy hasn't made better adjustments. I actually really like Mike Nolan as a human being. He was, I, I was, was awesome at Awesome the network. Um so I I I have, I have trouble criticizing him, but when you look at the numbers, they they have to change something defensively. I, I have no idea if getting a guy um, like Randy Gregory back, you know, off that the commissioner's exempt is gonna
1: help them at all on defense. I, if you continue to run, so Mike McCarthy said this best, we're not, we're not gonna be a one call defense. We're gonna be a multiple defense. We're gonna to continue to get slapped in because you're asking your players to do things that they've never done before. You have to remember the game, you have to change with the game. Well, High school change, college change. College changes, pro changes. That's why you get a lot of college coaches come to the pros. You have to adapt to your players.
0: And I think you have to mold the game plan to your players, which is something that the younger coaches, the Sean McVays, the Matt LaFleur's, the Kyle Kyle Shanahan's, they do so well. So perhaps some of these older coaches could uh, do themselves some good by studying the younger coaches. Dallas taking on Washington this week. Washington is not a good football team. You know Dallas is only a one-point favorite. I don't even know. Where where is it at? Uh, I believe it's I believe it's in Dallas.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I may mess around and pick the skins in that one or the, the you can't, football team. You can't, you can't say that anymore. The football team.
0: Yeah, really? I wish I would have had that on the. Uh, yeah, it's in it's in I'm Washington. Not, I don't. Try. That Terry McLaurin's about to go
1: crazy. Yeah, he's gonna
0: have himself a game. Well, somebody needs to get him the ball. Kyle Allen can deliver uh, every other game. Greens Plus, a health food leader since 1989, known for creating the first ever blended green superfood powder and the first company to infuse that green superfood into a bar. The bars, powders, taste great. The most effective way to improve your immunity, detox your body, boost your energy, and get that nutritional insurance that your body deserves. All organic, gluten-free, available at Whole Foods, Amazon, or greensplus.com. I recommend going to greensplus.com because you get 20% off if you use the promo code Helly. You like smoothies? Throw some wild berry superfood powder in there. Greens Plus. At Vaco, the motto is we invest in your career, so you are here for the duration of hours. Vaco, a premier talent and solutions firm that provides boutique-level service with global reach in the areas of consulting, consultative project resources, executive search, permanent placement, and strategic staffing. You need somebody to fill that C suite position. VACO has you covered. Their are areas of expertise all across the board, folks accounting, finance, tech, healthcare IT, ops, administration, or international managed services. They were founded in 2002. One of the founding partners, my good buddy Brian Waller, a University of Tennessee alum, he did not like. How things went this past weekend against Georgia, I can tell you that much. But Vaco's still growing. They serve over 40 markets across the globe, 1,000 employees, 5,000 consultants, and $750 in revenue. At Vaco, they're doing it right. Check them out, Vaco.com. That's V-A-C-O.com for more info on how they can connect people to their dream jobs and help leading companies find talent to grow their business. I'm not sure how long it's been. I think probably three months or so, but I tried this new product called True Niogen, and I think you should too. There is a trend, MJD, in the scientific community uh, that surrounds the health of our cells. It affects all of us, from former athletes like you to the weekend warriors like myself. We have something in our cells called NAD, which supports our energy and our body's ability to repair itself, all the way down to the cellular level. Well, it turns out that NAD declines as we age. It also declines when we overexercise or we don't sleep enough, and even when we're exposed to a virus. There is only one NAD booster that is backed by Nobel Prize-winning scientists, 10 published human studies, and regulatory approvals for safety, and that is True TruNiagen. Visit TruNiagen.com to learn more. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N. I I haven't been sick in... Three months since I've taken this stuff. It's good. Trade deadline.
1: Okay, right. what's a trade that you would like to see? I'm going to give you two. Well, We're I just... see you have one guy that I would, but not not for that that to that team. Well, so I, I would I would I would do Sam Darnold to the Colts if I was going to be if I was Indianapolis Colts. I'll let Philip finish the, the year out, but uh-huh. I want Sam Darnold because you know why? He fits what I do, what I want to do, and we have a line that can protect him. We'll add some pieces in the draft, maybe free agency. Is Sam
0: Darnold that much better than Jacoby
1: Brissett? He's younger, and I can he's more moldable. I mean, he's coming from Adam Gase, who didn't teach him anything. So, literally, you can like mold him a little bit more to what you want. I think Frank Wright has that ability.
0: I'm looking at teams that are basically in the midst of lost seasons and not necessarily dismantling, but maybe getting rid of some higher-priced players to try to get some return on their uh, – Investment. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones has, uh, I believe, one more year of guaranteed money on his uh, sixty-six million dollars contract. Him,
1: man. I'm gonna tell you why they can't get rid of him. Why? It's so there's a dynamic. Um, certain guys, and you and you know this, Dan. There's certain guys in the league that you don't get rid of. Um, you may ask him to restructure his deal at the end of the year and then trade him, but you're not gonna do it right now. Julio's not going anywhere. You can't take Sinhulu because anymore. of the message. The, messaging yeah, the is message is just so yeah, bad. That's a bad message to your locker room, especially when you still have opportunity to like get get back in it if you if you roll off a couple couple victories here.
0: So you like Sam Darnold to the Colts. I like Sam Darnold to Washington.
1: Yeah, well, obviously you would for
0: Dwayne Haskins and a third round pick. I know the Jets would like the to get Jets more aren't for Donald.
1: Listen, you want me to tell you what I've heard with the Jets? Talk to me. The Jets are getting as we can tell they they're getting everyone out of there. They're in a the full rebuild mode. Sam Darnold will be. He will be traded. It won't be. Um, it, may, it may be during the season. It may not be during the season. But he's going to get traded, and they're going well, to take Trevor for Lawrence. Trevor. You know, yeah. of
0: course. So I guess what I'm saying is, Dwayne Haskins would be. I, I would just. Why would you go get Dwayne well, Haskins? Here's, here's why. Because the Jets have scored five points per game without Sam Darnold. So if you want to make sure that you get Trevor Lawrence, get Sam Darnold out. Well, why that. would I? Why
1: would I take another quarterback? He could be your backup quarterback. Why? Like I'm, I'm gonna pay a first rounder money for it back. No, like yeah, their, the, the, their the football, football team is stuck with Dwayne Haskins unless they cut him or try to trade him elsewhere at the end of the year. Which again, I know Ron Rivera was like, oh, we still believe in him, but he, that's that's for, for me. Done. It'd be
0: more about more about the pick. Like if you can't get a second rounder somewhere and you can't find a dance partner, you take that third rounder and you basically lock up the fact that you're gonna have the worst record in the NFL and you're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. Um, no. couple other couple other trades. There's so many wide receivers out there that I think could be beneficial. To teams, you know the Cowboys are one, right? Michael Gallup has a year left on his rookie deal. Um, you take any receiver on the Texans, uh, Will Fuller, Brandon all, Cooks. I heard the top they're two all up. They're all up. I mean, they're they, trying to get rid of everybody. They could help somebody, but who?
1: Who needs a receiver? Well, the Raiders could use one. The Raiders have a bunch of young dudes. They're not going to spend money on. I that. know, but
0: if the Raiders believe they have a realistic shot to make the playoffs this year, you don't think they'd they'd add a Brandon Cooks? I don't the, think they, the they will. The
1: Patriots could certainly use. A Receiver the Patriots already had Brandon Cooks. they're not going that route. They let him go They traded him to the Rams. Will Fuller. I think may may go somewhere but again, you have to remember if I am gonna have to if I trade you I'm Trading for the future. So if I trade you I know I have to pay you are any of these guys making plays enough to get paid A.J. Green is a great. I see him on here. Who is gonna pay A.J. Green right now?
0: Well, he's a free agent after the season. So to your point you're paying him right now. I'm looking at teams that are losing and want to get rid of some high price parts and teams that are in a win now mode. So who's in a win now mode?
1: Tell me, um, give me some guys. I'm well, I think Gre- I think Green Bay is 100 percent in win now mode. But Green Bay's not going to trade for a receiver. They're not going to do that. They, they didn't. They didn't. Dra- they haven't drafted a first round receiver. Well, that's why long I
0: just think if you're looking at the way that Aaron Rodgers has played, let's, let's throw out last week because I think the the, the previous so why, four or five weeks. Yeah, are why would more I trade for a
1: guy if Aaron Rodgers has been balling with the, with a bunch of dudes off the street? Well, let's let's get, let's make good great. Let's make it better. He's been playing great. Like, But that's, Green Bay doesn't do that. Like, like I know. Every team I'm, a, I'm just trying to think outside oh, you're the box to throw, a little You're bit. trying to get outside the box? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a good one. I'll give you a good one. If, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton hasn't really been doing much. We need to kind of spruce his room up a little bit. I don't see an in division in division trade like I did with the Jags and the Titans, mm-hmm. but I do see you can probably go out and get Michael Gallup to help that that Colts team. No, I think that's that's a great thought. See, you see now, what you're, now you're now you're like thinking you, outside the box a little but, bit. But I'm not. It's not that I'm thinking. I'm just trying to give you to put it more in context for our fans, our listeners. Like you just can't just throw out teams because certain teams don't do those things. You got to make sure it's a team that's willing, that's looking to get better, that feels like the Colts feel like they have a chance. They made that big trade for Buckner. They brought in Phillip Rivers, twenty five million. All that stuff, but guess what? They need some weapons over no, there. No, they—they I mean
0: they have injuries at the receiver position. Um, Trey Burton's come back at tight end; that's helped him out a little bit. But yeah, Ty, listen, I thought Ty was going to have a resurgent year because this is a contract year, and generally, dudes in contract years—well, you got to have somebody to throw you the ball, though. Well, Philip, Philip has been—he's 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 sub, been subpar. He's been subpar. I
1: love that he was talking trash after beating the Bengals. <laughs> I love that. Like, like, dude. You just threw the game away against the Browns, and, you go and you, you're go you in a dogfight with the Cincinnati Bengals, okay, and, and a rookie quarterback, and you're like, I read everything. I read everything. I bet you do. Is he what you thought he was? Who, Philip Rivers? Yeah. He's, he's who he's been the last three years, turnover machine. I, I, Same thing I, Sandarno was when he was in high school, college, and now in the pros, turnover machines.
0: Is that who you want to be? They are who we
1: thought they were this week? No, no. Nah, nah, do you have one? one. Uh, I can think of one, but I got one.
0: All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this segment. Now. I'm ready. All right, uh, it is time. It's been a couple weeks since we did this. For uh, they are who we thought they were. Drop goes there. Danny Green, rest in peace. That was one of the greatest. Uh, God, that was one of the greatest postgame <sighs> rants of all time. Literally. Okay, while you're thinking, I'm gonna talk. Go ahead. They are who we thought they were. The Tennessee Titans. After you predicted that the Texans. We're going to go in there and beat up on them. Oh, my. Did they, did that, hey, did they hey, not do that? The floor is mine. <laughs> They're undefeated, 5-0 and after that comeback win. It's their second <laughs> oh game in five goodness. days after that COVID outbreak. Now, it cost them. It cost them. They lost Taylor Lewan, torn ACL. Tyson Brylow is going to probably move over to left tackle. They're going to get the rookie, Isaiah Wilson, in there and try to get him some reps somewhere on that offensive line.
1: You better put him at left tackle.
0: I don't think they're putting him at left tackle, bro. They better. No, he hasn't, he hasn't played yet. He's been dealing with all kinds of stuff. He hasn't really practiced that he, much. He's been,
1: he been dealing with a lot of stuff.
0: Derrick Henry joins Hall of Famers Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, and LT as the only players to reach at least 200 and score two touchdowns in a game three different times. That's crazy. He's a, I mean, he's just a monster. And here's the thing that I, I want you to realize about the Tennessee Titans. They are more than just Derrick Henry. Come they on. have other playmakers on offense. They, oh, they, they got one other and dude. They A.J. have another. They, that's about it. Okay. Uh, John Smith has was, five he, been banged up this though. year. He has been banged up. And how about put some respect on his name. You Ryan Tannehill. It. You stop it. You has played as well as it. any quarterback in the you National Football it. League since he's took, taken over the reins. You're right. In you want to know
1: why he's played so well? Because he can turn around and hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, that's literally it. So don't don't give me all this, don't give me all that. Every time that he has a big game, is because the team is trying to stop Derrick Henry, and he throws every pass off a every throws off a play action pass, and the guys are running wide open. Now AJ Brown is a monster. That throw that that ball he threw against the Houston Texans. Before you get anywhere, before I even go any further. I know you were terrified when Houston came roaring back, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. I know you. I know you but were. But I knew how smart Mike Ray was. I saw exactly what he was doing on the sideline. I wanted to text line. you and be like Dan, because I told you like now I, I'll say Houston's out of it now. But if they would have won that game, oh, Houston would have been on a terror because now they're playing with I forgot. What did you say of confidence. Lo- What did you say last week about Houston? I said I said that the Houston Texans will beat Tennessee Titans and run the table. And, the, and and I know for a fact if they would have beat them, and it was a close game, if they would have beat them, that they would have ran the they would have ran the team. They would have beat the Green Bay Packers who were coming off a nasty loss. They'd have just started rolling teams because they they're a team that play they need to be their front runners. They need to play with confidence. When you win, it builds up confidence. And I'm not front runner's not a bad thing. It's you win. When you constantly yeah. win, you become you become better. And so um that's what's happening in Tennessee right yeah, now. Yeah. They the, just, way, the way
0: that they won. They didn't the way that they won at the end, oh, that, that play, the the the, well, the king the cat, hold the on, throw T- to on, AJ wait, Brown. No, no, no,
1: no, forget all that. In overtime, Ryan Tannehill made one throw, and it's the one that mattered the most—the checkdown to Derrick Henry. What? And overtime? No, before that, for what fifty-three got him to yards. Overtime? What got for him 50, there? Derrick Henry got. He ran a ninety-four-yard touchdown. What? Well, come on, Dan, what, stop messing what, with what, me. Would you not give him? Credit for I mean, that. Yeah, throw, yeah, yeah I think that was, that was arguably one of the better throws he's ever made. I think, me personally, but also AJ ground went up and got that thing and put two. Like, it's a great. It's. I'll say this, he's not the the. He's the oil to the engine to make it go, but he's not the engine. Derrick Henry's the engine. Ryan Tannehill was the piece that they needed to get this thing going, but this thing is run off of. I'm gonna tell you why this thing is run off of Derrick Henry. Let me to tell you why. There's one time it happened once. Anytime I've never seen this done in the in the history of the NFL. I'm looking at my single here because I want people to really understand what I'm talking about. Last year against the New England Patriots on a two-minute drill, the Tennessee Titans ran the ball every play. Did it work? Every yes, they went down and scored. So this is what I'm trying to tell right. you. If in a two-minute situation where you're supposed to throw the ball, you're turning around and hand the ball off to your back, that that tells me he's the guy. Ryan Tannehill's a great piece. He's a really good piece to that offense. But that doesn't work without Derrick Henry. And that's why I said the Tennessee Titans should have drafted Jonathan Taylor in the draft. So you could have two guys back-to-back running. That's neither here nor there. This is my, they are who we thought they were. (laughs) And I'm going to go to the NFC least. Dallas Cowboys, we just talked about them. They're all in a rut. And guess what? They're still in first place in the NFC. Which is incredible. We didn't mention that earlier. It doesn't matter, baby. You're still in first place. Figure this thing out. Like... If you figure it out, it may be it may, you mess around and may have a home playoff game. That's how crazy this is. The Philadelphia Eagles are banged up, losing guys left and right. I think only Carson Wentz and their center, Kelsey, the only two starters on offense. I mean, we just talked well, I haven't even got to the Giants yet. The Giants are, you know, they're still trying to figure life out as well. They did beat the Washington football team and your boy Kyle Allen had a chance to run in yep. and score the two point conversion, but he thought of Jalen Ramsey as he was running to go in. And he didn't want to take that shot. So, I mean, there's a lot going on, but the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys can still win it. And they are who we thought they were. They're a bad division.
0: It's it's a horrendous division. I have one more. They are who we thought they were. And uh, <laughs> it's the Jets. I mentioned earlier that when Sam Darnold's not playing, they average five points per game. They currently have a point differential of minus 110.
1: That is, but isn't Adam Gay supposed to be like this offensive guru? Like, he's supposed to be this guy that like he's been this top offensive guy, right? That's At, why they brought him up
0: there, right? Adam, well of course. That that was the that was the theory. Adam Gase latched on to Peyton Manning in Denver. He was his offensive coordinator, which is the easiest job in America. The guy that brings
1: because, pretty much brings him coffee because Peyton runs his own Peyton offense. Because Peyton runs his own offense.
0: And and that got him. Yeah, actually, I, I I have to say that I, I respect the fact that Adam Gase turned that relationship into two different head coaching jobs. That's pretty impressive.
1: <clears throat> well, I, I mean, part of it happens when Peyton calls Place and says he vouches for you, which to me is I don't know what that means. Like well, he, he vouches for me. You're like all right, cool. Like you're not the quarterback. I that system works with Peyton Manning. That's it. That's all. We've seen it. It didn't work with Jay Cutler. It didn't work with Ryan Tannehill in, in Miami, and it dang sure ain't working with the Jets right now. And then. This is the other part of that gets me about Adam Gase, because I have to say my piece with it. This has to be the last week we talk about Gase. Okay, we this, talk this about is, him every week. This, this I feel is like. the last, this is my last piece with it. Coaches like him, because there's a bunch of them in this league that believe their system is what works. That's what's wrong with coaching. That's why you have bad coaches, because they believe it's the system. It's never the system, it's the players. Now, people are gonna say, well, what about Kyle Shanahan? What about what about the Shanahan offense? Debo San- Guess what Shanahan does for Debo Samuel? We saw what he did to the Rams. The little he, he he changed his system to fit his players. Right, George Kittle changed his system to fit his players. Jimmy Garoppolo in Miami didn't play well. Guess what they had him do against the Rams? Quick steps, things he's great at. One, two, three. The ball's out. Everything was quick. Play action runs. They made they made the game simple. Yeah, he has a system, but he caters it to his players.
0: Well, and you look at. The Patriots have a system, but they are they're the most chameleon-like some, team in the they're running NFL. running something like,
1: completely different with Cam Newton right every, now every week, 100%. and this is another thing: you will never win. Make sure this is in bold letters when I say this. All right, bro. In the NFL, you will never win unless you have talented players. Period. I don't care how great of a coach you are. I don't care w- what your system is. I don't. None of that matters. Them dudes on the cross, the cross those white lines, they have to be really good in order to win. When you look at all the Patriot teams. They had really good players. Gronkowski is probably arguably the greatest tight end to ever play the game. You had a defense that was flying around full of all uh, pro bowl players and all pro players. Offensive linemen have always been really good in New England. Like they've had guys. Julian Edelman is still one of the best receivers in the game. Like when he comes down to it, when you look at his numbers, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. You have to have great players. That's why when dudes leave New England, they go other places. Guess why it doesn't work. Well, they don't have the coaching. They don't have the system. No, they, they don't, don't have the players. They, don't they have the system and they have the coaches. That's why they leave. When they leave New England? Yeah, they go and take guys all the time. Matt Patricia is a great – he was a, had one of the top defenses when he was in New England. What is, what is Detroit right now? Do we know? Well, they're not good. Uh, they're not terrible. They're just not good. They were worse than when Jim Caldwell had them. No, that's true. He was Which means that's last year. Exactly. Which tells me. That New England stuff works because they have really good players, man. And that's what it comes down to. Players. Yeah, but, but they get those players from somewhere else and they make them better. What players? They draft most of their guys. They don't oh, get they, a lot of guys. They don't get a lot of guys from other places. They, they find spare parts. From, Wes they, Welker's a perfect example of that. Wes Welker was an undrafted free agent to Miami. Yeah. They brought him over and they built a system around him. Yeah. Guess what they did? Guess, what they, guess who they replaced him? Uh, Julian Edelman. And who, how, Where was he before this? Uh, Julian Edelman was a quarterback in uh, at college. Kent State, yes, and they they converted him to a receiver, and they built a system around him. Guess what? They drafted Gronkowski. I only want to mention the other guy's name that they drafted with Gronkowski that ended up being when well, we they, they had Aaron Hernandez and was, Gronk. That was the
0: that was kind of the first really two tight end system we saw. And You're like, wow, those guys are uber athletic, and exactly. that was kind of the beginning yeah. of that all over the national. That, football
1: they league. draft running backs. They continue. They draft players and they develop them. That's what you got to do, not just call plays. All right, I'm done.
0: All right. Um, you want to pick some, oh, let me put a button on that real quick. Uh, this is why I was getting to the point about the, uh, about the Jets. So the point differential minus 110, it means they've been scored outscored by 110 points this year. They're on pace to be outscored by 293 points. That's
1: 18 points per game. This is historically bad. Same as the Cowboys. Historically bad. God, it's, I just, these are some bad teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's bad.
0: Um, all right, let's pick some games. Blame COVID.
1: Yeah. Uh, well,
0: I mean, these two teams <laughs> are getting ready to talk about are doing pretty well in the COVID era. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh undefeated, Tennessee no undefeated. This game was supposed to be played a couple of weeks ago, and it is the uh, it's the best game of the week. No I mean, question. Just, this, this is, is, is going to be. It was like it
1: was like the Browns and Steelers last week. Well, was, uh, pre- was, Dan on. thought it was one. Come on, I I did pick I did pick Cleveland there, and um and I'll be honest, I'm going to pick Tennessee here. I you know what I listen. This is one of the toughest games that I think to call, um, to pick. Um, well, it
0: shouldn't be. You picked Houston last week over Tennessee. You I might did. As well pick Pittsburgh this week. Well, over I'm going to pick Pittsburgh.
1: But I'm going to tell you why I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. Is because I think Taylor, losing Taylor Lewan messes up the whole flow. Because Taylor Lewan would have been really good against uh, Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm. It would have been like a, it would have nullified him uh, in the running game. Passing game, I think Bud Dupree still has an edge there. But now with him not being there. Whew, and the way this defense is flying around, I know they lost Devin Bush. I get that, but it's Devin Bush was an, was he's the one that got them all situated and all that. I get that, but that that front five that rushes a quarterback and stops a run, there's nothing like it in the NFL. There's not one team like, and that's what makes Pittsburgh so scary. Because guess what? All of a sudden, Big Ben is back playing well. They're running the ball. They're getting healthy. Uh, Chase Claypool is becoming a man all of a sudden. You don't even hear about Juju Smith-Schuster, who's still one of the better young receivers in the league. And then James Washington showing up. And, and, and let me tell you about the fourth guy that was hurt last week. Deontay Johnson, who leads him in receiving. Uh, Dude, we were receptions. talking about Deontay Johnson being their number one receiver the first two weeks of the season. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Pittsburgh, and I, and I love what Mike Tomlin, he challenges his guys each week. And, and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are all about – Hard-nosed football. Well, this is a hard-nosed game. And guess where Vrabel learned his style of play? Pittsburgh. That's, he was there for four years. That's yeah. the team that drafted him. Never started
0: for that Steelers defense for the most part.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're, you're, So I'm telling you, like this is a great game. But I think at the end of the day, injuries is what's going to hurt the Tennessee Titans.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I'm worried a little bit about the, uh, the Tennessee defense. Hasn't been great against the pass or on third down. It, it's kind of been in bend but don't break mode. Um, it's strength on strength. Yeah, that defense is so good against the run. They're one of the best
1: run blitzing teams. They're in the number NFL. two. They're number two in the NFL against the run. Sixty yeah. some yards a game. Yeah. Well, and they you know they
0: bring in the Mike Hilton, who's their nickel corner, and and Vince Williams. I mean, they're just they're they're awesome against the run. And historically, Derrick Henry, when he goes against really good uh, teams against well. the run, doesn't play great. Like he's okay. He's just he's not great. And I think that they need Derrick to be great. In this game, to, I thought. To what what about? Ryan, I mean,
1: you were talking about how good Ryan Tannehill is. Why can't he be great?
0: Well, and and I think he 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 will be. I think Ryan Tannehill is who's going to have to win him this game, and that's I mean, why that, I think it's, I don't believe. It's I don't.
1: I don't think Ryan Tannehill is better than Ben Roethlisberger right now. Really? I just don't. I, I think he he does he does well, but Big Ben drops back and throws his ball, and then Tennessee's defense. You just gave up thirty six points or whatever it was. Like, come on.
0: Yeah they they've given up uh, a lot of points. They've given up 30 points in 3 out of their last 4 that games. That ain't gonna, that ain't
1: going that ain't going to cut it against this team. Um
0: but I'll tell you this about this Tennessee defense. They have some ballers now. Like they have they some do. guys who can play. Jeffrey Simmons. I don't know if there's a if there's oh, a better awesome. defensive lineman against the one run of this the year. best
1: picks in the draft that year. I mean, he sat him out; a game of gave him a redshirt year. Let him come back, and now he's a, an animal. He was he was a top five pick before he tore his ACL. He, by he, the way,
0: he was a stud. Kevin Byard. I'm um, just mm-hmm. a ball hawk in the secondary. So I think on every level of the defense, they have playmakers. They just haven't really put it all together yet, and they're going to have to do that. So Kevin Byard Steelers. was
1: upset that he didn't make the top 100. You about that you better show up this week because if you don't show up this week. Big Ben and Company gonna let it air out on you. And Chase Claypool is no joke.
0: No, he's not. He, he's becoming a problem. Um, all right, I'm going Tennessee. You're going Pittsburgh. There, Carolina, New Orleans. Carolina coming in at three and three. New Orleans three and two. Michael Thomas um, going to be back. Come Teddy, on. Teddy, Come on.
1: what are we? What are we? Are we really? Are we really going to do this or what? You just want to pick New Orleans, New Orleans like that? Is Listen, that easy? New Orleans. I, I, the thing is, it's this this Panthers defense. They're just not ready yet. They're young. They're they, you know they do some things. I know Teddy's going. You know. Throw the ball. He's playing well, but he's efficient. He's completing seventy percent of Thomas his passes. Thomas is back. Yeah, he okay. had his little issue right. last week.
0: Like let's, let's, let's Drew Brees and company. Are They're you just rolling. are you just ready to go? You just want to throw him out there? I'm right? just I'm just
1: this one I, for sure. Okay, and maybe the next one too. Um, <laughs> let's not even waste our time on this.
0: I have the Saints thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, you him Carolina too much love?
1: They uh, may, they may score fourteen. Okay, all right. You think that's going to be a blow? Is, is Christian McCaffrey coming back? No. Well, they may score fourteen. Mike Davis been playing all right, dude. He has been, but he ain't CMC. Okay, and that's what you need to beat the uh, the Saints.
0: Green Bay coming off that uh, brutal loss against the Bucks. Houston's one of five. I mean, I know you love Houston. Pick them to beat everybody. You might as
1: well. Pick no, them I beat just Green say, Bay. I just said if they beat it, if they beat the Titans, beat it. Oh, it's horrible. Well. It they would. beat the Titans, um, then I was going to pick them this week, but obviously they didn't do that. So I'll rock with them. So Green now you're Bay. done with them. Yeah, I, I, I give, you, I them give, them give in, you. Oh yeah, I have the right to change my mind. Just put them it's in a the free dirt. country. I can do what I want. Okay, all right. Listen, I told you if they beat the Tennessee Titans, I was gonna ride within the rest yeah. of the year. They did it, so now you're it's over. Now, yeah, I'm done with yeah. They their did. run defense. Stick is a ho- fork. Stick a fork run, in them. The run
0: defense is horrible. Yeah, uh, Aaron Jones is gonna run a rough shot 601 yards is what they gave up to Tennessee last week. I think
1: Tennessee gave up something closer to that too though
0: yeah I, I have down here you've just you, you've altered my pick a little bit I have down here 40 to 32 I thought this would be a shootout uh, I think it's gonna be more like 40 to 22 I think you know
1: gonna, Green Bay's defense is actually really good Aaron Rodgers put him in some bad he spots he did he so did Very I, I think it'd be a little bit a little bit wider okay this
0: player. one's more interesting Seattle undefeated uh, coming off a bye week, taking on. on Arizona, Bro, who's 4-2. But listen, it. Arizona has played in the last two weeks the Jets and the Cowboys. It was a weird game last week. Kyler Murray only completed nine passes, thirty 37% of his throws. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we're,
1: gassing, we're gassing him up. Like He was bad. Yeah, he wasn't good. The only thing that was good for him is because Mike Nolan, again, who's one of our colleagues, couldn't adjust to the running quarterback. They had no answer for him. They literally had no answer for him taking off and running. And that's what Kyler Murray does. And so you have to have an answer for it. now. You have to let me know. Is uh, Jamal Adams back this week? I, it's from that groin injury.
0: They were hoping he would be back. We do not have an answer on that as of the taping of this podcast.
1: Okay, so if he's back, I mean, I'm gonna go with Seattle regards guy. I, I believe, I believe in Russell Wilson. Um, I believe in DK Metcalf. I believe that uh, he's going to score at least two big touchdowns down the field. I think Tyler Locker is going to be good. And they're back. The, the, the Seahawks are back healthy, and I know that Arizona defense is ranked second in the league right now. But again, you play the Jets and you you play the Cowboys. Like that's gonna boost you up a little bit. Um, this is gonna be a true test. Can you stop the run? Which not having Chandler Jones and finding a way to get to the quarterback. You can't have Buddy, uh I know they were they were bigging him up on Monday Night Football. I Did forget his Beckham? name. No, no, no. The DN that was like a special teams guy that first time he goes in he gets pressure on Andy Dahl. Like, that ain't happening with Russell Wilson, bro. Like so. And you have to run the ball against the Seattle Seahawks. And that's how they beat him in Seattle last year. I just don't know if Kenyon Drake is that same dude. I don't know yet. Like, is this a one-game wonder? You give me a 160 once, and I believe going you're done a back. whole lot before that, man. Exactly. So I'm, I am i don't know yet. Well, so who are you taking? Seattle. Okay. And I don't think it's going to be as close as you have it.
0: I have it 37-34, and I think this is going
1: to be an absolute shit. It's in Arizona, though, right? Uh, yeah, it says it at yeah. Arizona. Yeah, yeah I, I still think Russ and, them, Russ and them on a mission.
0: All right. Uh,
1: San Francisco, New England. This is where we're gonna get little, little free. Yeah. Okay. So
0: here's geeky. the deal, and you know you've seen this before numerous times. Jimmy G going back to Foxborough, Bill's gassing him up on all the interviews. But here's the deal: Belichick is seven and one against quarterbacks that started he knows for him who they are. He or knows he drafted they do. in yeah. two thousand. And here's the blueprint: two weeks ago, former Belichick protege Brian Flores. He made Garoppolo look so bad against Miami that he, that Kyle had to pull him. He was he was benched. Yeah. Uh, Kittle, speaking of gassing people up, you know, we talked to Joe Mixon a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Bill Belichick said he was one of the top running backs in football, if not the best running back. He's basically saying the th- same thing about George Kittle right now, which is entirely accurate. All that means is that
1: they're going to try to take him out of the game. 100. The he's going to be a ghost in this game. That's fine. The problem is though, you still have to deal with Debo Samuel, and they they are running the ball. Like no one, you better Trent Williams. <laughs> yeah, I love Trent. Listen, these you dudes, know this. The what what Kyle Shanahan is doing, and even if, even if Mostert goes on IR and they don't play, they don't play him. They're gonna run a bunch of Mostert other is on IR. Of, is he, did he go on IR already? Yeah, I know they said they were they were talking about it. Did he go on IR? Pretty sure. Um, the, the frog and the scorpion was a good one. Though, right? <laughs> I have to take I the know. frog and the scorpion no out question. of Google. Um, but. Even then you still have Jerick McKinnon who's going to give you yards and you still have Debo Samuel who can run the ball You can bring in they brought in a rookie from Baylor. I want to say who was toting that thing against the around I mean, they're gonna roll dudes out there and then you know what to be honest They're getting healthier on defense and that's what's scary because cam there is no real threat uh, offensively from the for the um, The Patriots but Cam Newton right now, and you're gonna get James white out of the backfield. That's about it
0: I I I just don't see – you're talking about the hasty kid, right? The, uh, yeah. The running back but out it, of like,
1: Again, he's fast. He fits their mode of running back that they want to do. They're going to shorten – listen, this is what Kyle Shanahan does. He gets the ball out quick. They'll do a lot of quick game. They'll do some shotgun play-action pass. They'll get the ball. I'm not I'm – I'm taking the Niners in this one. Even though I don't ever take the Niners, this is going to be the one we, we, we disagree on. I, I, I can, think- you,
0: uh, can you envision, though, in your mind, the Patriots dropping to two
1: and four? I can envision them losing to the Broncos. Yeah. We and, saw and, that. I, and the
0: Niners are better than them. I just feel like Cam hadn't played in a while. I, and this was such a strategic error. I'm doing this fantasy football league with my college buddies, and I'm 0 6. Oh, shit. And after, I, it's terrible. And they said, Helly. That Hellie. that is that shit's contagious, Dan. Keep that <laughs> move, o- move 6 away. over there with you. is said, Helly, you might want to listen to a fantasy football podcast. It was an auction draft. I just, I, I, it's oh. bad. Other leagues are much better. Much better. Stay That's over there. Bad. I know. Don't worry. I won't I won't breathe. I'll
1: under. take the Niners in this one so we can move on past it. Um, that but, o- and 6 my, is nasty. My point about that was
0: saying that I started Cam Newton last week over Deshaun and that was just a miserable decision he just looks skittish man when you're still learning a new offense yeah and you take a couple of weeks off and then you're back that's not a recipe for success it's
1: not Um, the only thing that concerns about the Niners is the lack of pass rush so we'll see what they do with that I'm picking the Patriots Fred Warner's the real deal though
0: uh, he is he's Fred Warner's a good player. I just feel like the Patriots are not falling to two and four at home. They find a way. Tom to pull, that door to pull this one out. Um, okay, Tampa Bay and the Raiders. Um, the Raiders coming off that win over KC. They've had a bye week, and it's a different type of bye this year, right? Guys aren't going to the Bahamas. They're not traveling home to see their yeah. family. He's still practicing. They're hanging out. They're 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 because they have to get tested every day, so they can't leave the city in which they play. So I, I think people are coming up, you're, you're gonna be refreshed, but you're also gonna be more focused coming off buys this year. Why are you um, looking at me like that? Because you don't listen, think it's gonna matter for you need to
1: get a You need to get a break, this, this, is a mar- this season's a marathon. It's not a, it's not like, I think people fail to realize that like you're playing football and you're in it for months, like six months. So you need a, something to break it up. And that's what that bye week is for. Uh, I feel bad for teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers who got an early bye week yeah. and got a run through, right? Um, But it's part of it I I just think um, Talking about this game I just feel like The Buccaneers are kind of Starting to hit their stride Yes And that's when They're getting healthy They're starting to figure out What they're doing And it clicked after that In that second quarter Of that that Green Bay game It kind of clicked The defense is making plays Is this
0: a Super Bowl defense? Oh yes
1: Oh yes I mean they're I picked them to be in the Super Bowl Actually I picked Tampa. I think I said Tampa and Kansas City or Tampa and Pittsburgh. I mean, it looks like they 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 could turn the ball over, they stop the run, and they flustered the hell out of Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah, which did. means they can do the same to Derek Carr with less weapons, right? Like Darren Waller, we're going to see who's going to cover him, but uh, Henry Ruggs is out there. They'll probably try to take him away with the deep stuff, but they can get pressure. They can rush. The, they can get pressure on you. They can rush the quarterback. And Dominican and Sue is dominating the Green Bay Packers. Like, if he continues to play like that, it's a problem.
0: Are you think Levante David and Devin White are two of the best linebackers in football? I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a good that's a Yeah, that's a good, good call. Cool. And you
1: got Shaq Barrett. I mean, you got guys all over Vita the place. Vita Vea. It mean, is traded for McClendon, another run stopper to put in there. Like, that's Todd Bowles going to get his guys. Smart. Antoine Winfield's been a tremendous oh addition Oh, this. and that's, that's who probably is going to cover uh, Darren Waller, too. Yeah, I think that'd be
0: a good call. Are you sold on Ronald Jones? His when you look at his numbers right now, they're almost the same as
1: Josh Jacobs. And between the tackles,
0: he's averaging like six point four yards the, per can carry. Can I tell you
1: what the difference is? He's not the piece that everyone like trying to stop. They they rather him run the ball than Tom throw the ball to Mike Evans. And so it depends. Like I I don't, I don't try to put when you look at stats, it lies to you sometimes because like Josh Jacobs is the focal point of that offense. People try to stop the run when they play the Raiders. Right. Absolutely. And then they, they're like, all right, and then we'll stop the run, and then we'll try to take away the deep pass. We'll force Derek to check the ball down. When you play the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're not going in there saying, all right, we're going to stop Ronald Jones this week. No, you're not saying that. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't done enough. He's playing well now. I actually put him in my, my top 15 running backs because he's been – I've just been hating on because he went to SC. But um, he's running well, but teams aren't trying to stop him yet. He's not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy. So he's going to continue to run well. And Tom wants to run the ball. They're trying to run the ball a lot more, which I like. I Yeah, I wish you had him on your fantasy team. You probably wouldn't be 0-6. But um, Ronald Jones is <laughs> I playing. I should have never put that out there. Publicly. Ronald Jones is playing. Uh, he's playing really well, and that's what's going to allow this offense to grow because guess what? All they want to do is run the ball, play action pass to the ball deep. That's what they want to do. And the way Gronk's playing, Brate's out there, like – they got some weapons that you have to deal with. And then that young running back they had in Vaughn comes in and starts running too. And the, you got Shady, you got Leonard Fournette, who still hasn't played yet. Yeah, it's weird. He was inactive last week. Well, yeah, they, they were like, look, we're not going to put you out there if you're not 100% healthy. We need you. You know what? Leonard Fournette is what we call a cold-weather back. Pick him up in fantasy if you don't have him to help your own 6 team. Because when it gets cold, they're going to start running Fournette. I guarantee you.
0: Well, he's he reminds me of that back that – Brady has had like, like a Corey Dillon yeah. back in the day.
1: Lawrence Maroney, Corey well, Dillon. Yes. Yeah, those guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, so your, your pick there, I guess, is the Bucs. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. All right, I, I think it's going to be close. I think the Raiders are going to hang around. It's going to go 29-26. Uh, but
1: you Tampa you Bay still got that Chiefs. You got to remember, the Chiefs, they're individual. They play them all the time. It's, you have the, it's different. The scheme is different. Let me give you a little heads up before we go. When you play a team twice a year, you draft to beat those teams. You scheme to beat those teams. When you play a team once every four years, it's it's like a brand, it's like a different game. It's like me and you working every day together, and then one day they throw someone else in here. And I have to try to find it. it starts off a little shaky because I don't really know you. Mm-hmm. And it goes for both sides, but at the end of the day, whoever has the most talent on that roster is gonna have the better advantage. That's why I I picked Tampa in that situation. All right.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Dude, sometimes you bring up really good
1: points. Stop it, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to charge you because I just gave you a fancy tip. That, that's five bucks, bro.
0: All right. That's fine. I got you, man. If I can right. get off the schneid for my own six record. Thanks, buddy. Have a good week. Um, we'll see you uh, week eight. I'm ready.